0: Welcome to the Chrisman Commentary, Daily Mortgage News Podcast. I'm your host, Robbie Chrisman. Topics on today's episode include mortgage musings, my interview with Richie Mays Nick Ward on outsourcing, how to approach it, what the benefits and risks are, etc., and some MBA forecasts. I'd like to thank today's sponsor, Richie May. Named a top 100 firm by Inside Public Accounting, Richie May is a recognized leader in providing specialized advisory, audit, tax, cybersecurity, technology, and other services to the mortgage industry. The firm has also consistently been recognized as one of the fastest-growing firms in the country and has been named to the Housing Wire Tech 100 and Mortgage Accounting Today Firms to Watch and the fastest-growing firms. The firm has also received multiple awards for excellence in firm culture from inside public accounting. To experience how Richie May can help you transform your mortgage business, visit richiemay.com. As Wells Fargo was smacked upside the head with a $3.7 billion fine by the CFPB, sports news included Matt Ishbia and the Phoenix Suns. Uh, I guess he's going to be the new owner, though I've never had an enjoyable exchange with him. Anyways, and the Senate passing the Improving Access to the VA Home Loan Benefit Act of 2022. Oh, we also had... FHFA's Office of the Inspector General releasing a report with a really long name because that's what bureaucrats do. The name for those wondering is FHFA could further combat appraisal bias by ensuring that complaints are filed with state authorities and ensuring the enterprises use appraisals that comply with federal law. (laughs) The industry continues to grapple with higher rates. Note that lower rates would release the unicorns from their pens and spread rainbows through the industry, mind you, but they might help. The economists from Redfin, who've seen their stock plunge 94% in less than two years, believe that there is a decent chance rates gradually will go down to 5.7% by the end of next year. The first quarter is supposed to be ugly. Seems like after a year of losses in 2022, next year will be a break or even a slightly better kind of year. For today's interview, I wanted to welcome onto the show Richie Mays Nick Ward to talk about outsourcing. He's a partner in the mortgage banking practice at Richie May since 2019, and has more than 15 years of experience providing outsourcing and assurance services to clients in the real estate finance industry. As a key leader in Richie May Advisory, Nick leads a team that provides internal audit, subservicer oversight, client accounting, advisory, and other compliance services to mortgage banking clients. He also plays a critical role in assisting clients to become more profitable through fractional services. deep expertise in the operations of a mortgage company looking through the lens of risk and controls. So I'm pleased to have him with us on the podcast today. So how should folks approach outsourcing?
1: So I think the best approach is to make sure you're aligned with your counterparty and that everybody understands what the value proposition is. Um, As you're moving through the project, um, when it hits adversity or there needs to be communication, it's really important that you understand the objectives and and where you're going with. And so I think that's first and foremost is understanding the value proposition and making sure you're aligned with a a knowledgeable counterparty in the area you're working at. So that would be kind of step one. And then step two would be as you move through the project or the relationship, you kind of continually come back to those checkpoints and make sure that it's a win-win situation.
0: Are there any areas you would advise never to outsource?
1: You know, I think there's areas that are more challenging to outsource, and a lot of it comes down to oversight and your internal um, ability to kind of manage and monitor those. So, you know, I think there are areas in, let's say, HR, which might make sense to keep internal versus external, um, but there are going to be areas within a function where you would want to outsource just because it's a one-off expertise or the cost of the resource to have that expertise in-house doesn't align with, um, that value proposition.
0: You're following up on that. How do you weigh cost versus expertise when deciding whether or not to actually outsource?
1: I think that's kind of a, a personal preference, but you have to understand your return on investment. You know, for me, um, being a homeowner and thinking of myself as as a little bit handy if you will you know there's there's home projects that I I know I can take on and there's others I I know I don't um for instance I've I've done some work and know I'm not a plumber and so if I have a, a project that needs uh needs some plumbing work done that's a project I outsource and so I think if you take that approach from a business perspective to understand you know when does it make sense to pay for the expertise and when does it make sense to maybe go with more of a general practitioner based on the project or um, the areas of focus you're you're approaching would be kind of the starting point. And then, you know, doing that look back as you get through the project to say, you know, hey, for that expertise that I, I paid a premium for, did that make sense? Or is that an area where I can get away with more of a, a general practitioner, if you will?
0: And we always try to end discussions with Richie May. I uh, guess I bring on with this question. What can our listeners do today to be in a better position to utilize outsourcing?
1: I think it's really taking a look at their operations and finding those pain points of, you know, where can I get my the most bang for my buck? Um, you know, is it I have areas in operations that need to be cleaned up because they were neglected over the last few years with the increase in volume? Um, Is it an area of the business that, because of the volatility in the secondary markets, I'm not quite understanding as well as I I should, or when I look at the data, it's just not lining up. I think you can look at those kind of two examples on either side of the spectrum, and there's a lot in between. So I think really it, it comes down to, you know. If a project needs to get to be done and it's tough to hire resources and find expertise that are able to do it with a lot of management and oversight, do I have a counterparty that's out there where I can outsource it um, and turn that kind of fixed cost into a variable cost?
0: As a quick follow-up, does the do the roi calculations change if times in the mortgage industry are good versus a a lower origination time like now i
1: don't necessarily i wouldn't necessarily say they change um but i think the meaningfulness of them um is different or or maybe said a different way how effective the project is to outsource versus to do internally um because I think you can quantitate a lot of things in basis points based on loan production, Um, but sometimes 10 basis points is a lot more meaningful than other times.
0: Well said. I very much appreciate the time today, Nick. Thanks for coming on and talking to me.
1: Appreciate it. Thanks for having me.
0: Yesterday's economic data was limited to the housing starts and building permits report for November, which showed higher than expected starts. Building permits missed expectations, however, serving as a cautious signal about demand for new construction. There has been waning confidence among home builders due to building cost inflation and higher mortgage rates, and that's placing affordability constraints on prospective buyers. Put another way, rising rates and higher construction costs have caused the builders to hold off until things normalize. Thoughts on the Housing Starts data? Holden Lewis, who's been a guest on the podcast with Nerd Wallet, writes, builders have cut back on construction of single-family houses, but they tempered that decline in November by breaking ground on apartment and condominium projects. Starts on single-family houses plunged 32.1% year-over-year, year, while starts on multi-unit buildings surged by 24.5% from a year before. In about a year, these apartments and condos will be ready for occupancy, relieving the upward pressure on apartment rents and condo prices. There was a 22.4% drop in housing permits issued, signaling that home builders are preparing for a slow 2023. Rates ticked up yesterday as the Bank of Japan surprisingly announced that it will allow its 10 year bond yield to rise up to 0.5%, which sent reverberations throughout global sovereign debt markets. Most benchmark treasury yields around the globe were up about 10 basis points yesterday. The global narrative is clearly shifting from global inflation to a global recession which should put downward pressure on rates next year. Mortgage applications increased 0.9% from one week earlier, according to the data released this morning from MBA's weekly mortgage application survey. Later this morning brings the Q3 current account, where the deficit is expected to narrow to $222 billion, and December consumer confidence, November existing home sales, and treasury auction of $12 billion of reopened 20-year bonds. We begin Wednesday with agency MBS prices a few ticks better and the risk free tenure yielding 3.65 after closing yesterday at 3.68%. Let's wrap up with a joke and some housekeeping. Here's a Christmas to do list. Cut down a perfectly healthy conifer. Check. Wrap an electrical wiring fabricated in China. Check. Place in a bucket of water and drag into the living room. Check. Plug it into the home electrical system. Check. Shove cardboard boxes under incendiary device, thumbing your nose at Prometheus. Check. Cross fingers until Christmas. Check. If I did this in July, (laughs) I'd be hauled away. (laughs) To stay competitive in this market, lenders need to find efficiencies and understand their operations in a much deeper way. Richie Mays Consulting. Cybersecurity, business intelligence, and automation services are designed by mortgage experts to help you continue to drive growth and increase profitability. Visit slash advisory to learn more about how you can differentiate your business or set up a meeting with one of Richie May's experts. Questions about the podcast or sponsoring opportunities? Send me an email at robbie at